too What's the wheel of time? Uh, That's I always saw that. I don't know. It looks good, like though. It, yeah. it kind of yeah. up my alley. Yeah, it's kind of some Lord of the Rings-y shit. Um, yeah, I've seen the, the previews for that, but I don't really know anything about it at all. I just finally caught up on like the shit. I watched uh, Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi was fire, dude. It was good. I was, trying, I was trying to tell everybody, man, that might be one of my favorite Marvel movies now. Yeah, it's pretty good. I loved it. I'm into that, like, uh, the kind of the uh, martial arts yeah. style. Or even, shit. like, Doctor so, Strange. Yeah. Like, I, I like that style of Marvel. Yeah, that shit, that shit was and good. They obviously tie all that in. I think that definitely is, uh, I don't even know if it was underrated or overrated or not, honestly. I wasn't really paying attention, but I, think, I thought it was good. I think most people liked it. I think it was pretty yeah. spot on. If people, anybody that saw it, there's, I don't think you could not like it. Yeah, I think it was pretty spot on. And then now Spider-Man, dude, people are freaking already. Dude, yeah, that, that's, yeah. Spider-Man's all people are talking about. I don't know. I Saw that new trailer. I'm like this. This I don't. I'm gonna. You know, unpopular opinion here. Like <laughs> you don't like Spider Man. I don't. I love Spider Man, but I hate this new concept. If it's what it was kind of projected. Oh, multiversity things. Well, no, the fact that he's like, like there to basically save all the villains. Oh, I didn't even. He's pay like kind of like. Uh, he's basically trying to like protect all the villains from like dying or getting killed. It seems like I'm like, what is this soft ass shit? I do feel <laughs> there's, like there's that, no stakes. I do feel like that's a little marvelly though. Like they don't like to kill people. Well, no, I, I but they like, still like beat the bad guy. He's like like trying to help the yeah, bad but, guys. Like yeah, so like Spider Man doesn't kill. You know, he no. like webs up and lets the cops get him. I guess yeah. Well, that's the same thing with Superman and and Batman. That's the thing of the right. Why Man of Steel? Part of Why Man of Steel was not popular, other than the fact that it sucked. Was that he kills Zod at the end? Oh, he didn't have any choice, but he kills Zod. It's like, oh, Superman doesn't kill. It's like, yeah. well, they wrote it so Superman had to kill. That's the answer to that question. But they didn't have to write it that way, right? I mean, no, yeah, well, you can do whatever you want. Look what they're doing with this new Batman. It looks like he's a killer. No, it's supposed yeah. to be dark, dark. Yeah. I and mean, it looks cool, but I don't know how necessary. Even it is, Patrick so. Bateman, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, version of uh, Batman, which is Christian Bale, he uh, he wasn't uh, he didn't kill anybody either. Yeah, I don't know if that's comic books or what, because I never really read comic books. I only watched no, that's, like, that was always been a, a thing with Batman. He yeah, doesn't, he doesn't. Yeah, yeah, I just watched nineties car- for the cops. Or whatever. All I know is nineties cartoons: Spider Man, X Men, Batman. That's all I know. Yeah, I try to rewatch the X Men, like nineties X Men on uh, Disney Plus. Too rough. It just doesn't hold up. I think you watched the Spider Man. I watched the Spider Man's still good. And yeah, the Batman's still good. I watched an episode. It was still good. Yeah, the Spider the Spider Man still holds up. The the X Men didn't. Just the just the animation though. No, yeah. this is story. Story is terrible. Yeah, yeah, a little slow. A little. You just realize like, oh wait, like this was just all. I just was just staring at this as a kid because it's totally coming Cause, back. Yeah, I saw X-Men that they're doing it. I do remember even Maybe as they a, said better writing this time around though. Probably. I remember possibly. some of the X Men being even kind of slow for me as a kid. They were, yeah. Even they as were. a kid, like. Why isn't they're more fighting? Like they're kind of talking in the school or something. You're like uh, every episode was on? like the same too. It was like Wolverine, then then Sabretooth comes out at the end, and yeah, gets away. It's yeah, like every episode you're like, oh god. But that right. is what made Wolverine cool, I guess. Also, like talk about like the most OP, but then like unaffected like villain Sabretooth. Like he was way stronger than all, but then he like never. He was supposed to be a better Wolverine, but he just never yeah. really had any like yeah. I don't know. It's just weird. That's all the. There's always just harsh flaws and all that, right? Like the Deadpool and the, the Wolverine movies. Like they make them a god. I did watch that. Uh, Red Notice. Yeah, uh, I haven't seen it yet. I hate Should The Rock. Have, so do I, but I still had to watch it. Yeah, it, it's a, it's a good Netflix movie. Hey, guess what? People watched it. No, tons did. It is the number one movie ever on Netflix. We get those three <laughs> stars in one day. They're probably the bi- three biggest stars to ever do a Netflix exclusive. For sure. 
Probably. Yeah. Right? So no, then, yeah, 100%. Like, how do you lose? The script could have been worse. Like, it, it wasn't oh, a terrible movie, but it could have been worse, and oh, it's yeah. still going to get viewed. Yeah, it was like, it was literally like, you could be like, honestly, half brain dead and still follow that plot. That's why, that's why I watched it. Yeah, I watched it 10 at night. Yeah, yeah. You just don't even, you could walk away, come back, and you didn't miss anything. They tried to make it like a sneaky Da Vinci code. You know what I mean? It's like a dumbed down Da Vinci code. You know what it needed? It needed one more time for the uh, Wonder Woman to come in in the room and that also they're be already bad in. again. And like, how, I think it was three or four times <laughs> that they broke into a room and then she would come out of nowhere. Yeah. Well, boys, you're late. <laughs> that happened like four times. Yeah, that was the plot twist. I'm like, twist. Are you, you're not doing this again. <laughs> yeah, that was the plot twist. <laughs> it didn't get you? Oh, my God. Uh, it's, but it's, it was still entertaining and fun to watch. It's funny how different people react to different differently to different films. Like Dune, I liked it. Mm-hmm. I liked it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I still haven't uh, watched it. I need to. I thought it was great. But I, I saw somebody on Twitter, somebody I follow, somebody who follows me, somebody that I think has pretty good taste, said, "Well, if you if you want to see a film where people talk to each other all the time and walk from place to place." And basically nothing else ever happens. Then definitely Dune is your movie. But that's I didn't a, think that really at all. But that's a hater's take no. on Lord of the Rings too. Yeah, like you want to see Game of people, Thrones. Yeah, like, yeah. that's Game of Thrones. No, Game of Thrones is literally all talking. Yeah, uh, but Lord of the Rings. Yeah, the jokes like let them walk through the seasons or walk <laughs> through the. You know, and you're like, yeah, kind of. But and also it's a setup movie. Dune yeah. was, and I think they were pr- like probably ninety nine percent sure they were going to get the the second one. Right. Yeah. So yeah. it's like they got a big cast too in this one. Yeah. Huge. I cast. think it, I thought it was. Inter- I loved it visually. That's what the whole thing is. Visual porn is what that movie's supposed to be, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Same guy that did Tron. I mean, excuse me, uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Same yeah. director. So I was like, you knew it was going to be like a visual showcase. Yeah. yeah. Only a little bit of uh, Zendaya. Tiny little bit of Zendaya. At the end. Yeah. Well, teaser. A, yeah. Build up into the next one for sure. Nine minutes of Zendaya. Yeah, I thought she was going to be like they obviously marketed it with because they're smart that she was going to kind of be like a major player right. in it, which she will be, I'm sure. But right. I also didn't know that she's like five eleven or five ten. She's tall as fuck. She's tall. She I, looks I think super she... tall on the screen. I'm like, she looks tall. Maybe it's just the you know cameras yeah. and stuff. And I looked it up. No, she's five ten. I mean, I know she's doing like runway ish things, and obviously like modeling and fashion have changed because they'll just use someone who they like their look and are famous now, but. She yeah looks so like kind of fits the classic yeah, she, mold. Of she like kind of looks like that. Yeah. Plus she's in the Spider Man movie too. Movies. Yeah. True. And they're dating now. Yeah. And she and she's Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah. She's taller. They date in the movie. Not okay. really yet. Oh no, yet? yeah, they are. They are okay. in the movie. Yeah. yeah. I forgot. That's actually that's part of the setup. Is that? Oh he, yeah. You think Mary Jane's the other chick? He wants somebody. He he wants Doctor Strange to wipe everybody's memory that that he's Spider Man. Yeah. Except, except her, not MJ. Yeah. That is a, a different take on MJ too, right? It's like your neighborhood fucking redhead and every other yeah. Take. She's Kristen Dunst. Is that who it was? It was the in yeah. the Tobey Maguire yeah. one. Yeah. Just she, when you, just when you thought we were getting away from like bringing everything back and just redoing everything, they just bring back all of the Spider-Man characters. Yeah, you got to. I can't and look the original at, actors. Yeah. I can't look at Kirsten Dunst without thinking about her as a child in Interview with a Vampire, and I just always see that she's got fangs. And, is that the one with uh, with the uh, Brad Pitt and uh, Tom Cruise. No, I don't think I've seen that. No, I don't think I've seen it either. I was thinking of the one with Nicolas Cage when he thinks he's a vampire or whatever and he's like losing his shit. I've Vampire's Kiss. Vampire's Kiss, that's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was not a good movie. <clears throat> just just FYI, yeah. <laughs> in case anybody was wondering, that was not a good movie. I do know why like um steroids and fitness are like an issue with dudes now though in our generation because 
the 90s cartoons last touch oh, on dude. it they're fucking jacked <laughs> yeah. Yeah. peter parker's supposed to be like a nerd right yeah and like in that thing he's like a reporter and he's fucking more jacked than superman you're what? like what the fuck is going on dude you're ripping out of your polo tee i don't t- tom young holland tea, is man. jacked too now though I yeah mean, 140 pounds yeah he doesn't weigh yeah. much he's no like, but peter parker like, those suits are cgi'd up puffed it, up yeah. yeah but peter but, parker but, in in the 90s cartoon he looks like he's 220 pound linebacker <laughs> Yeah, he looks like he's fucking six two. Like what? our boy uh, Terry here, uh, when he was a tennis player, like yeah. two forty. Terry, <laughs> can you imagine that? That's no, so no. good. What do he say he got up to too? Like three thirty or something after that? Yeah. yeah, we're talking about the commissioner of power. I am Jim McDonald. Uh, with me, we have Silent Mike, Mike Farr, Hello. and uh, Dean Sidoris of Caffeine and Kilos. We've been doing these for a minute. If this is your on ramp to our uh, to our show, please enjoy. Um, we don't always do media reviews, but we we have been doing them this year. The idea is to uh, look at documentaries and docu docu series and and the like that uh, have a fitness or sports element or a business element that applies to fitness and sports. And so we've been doing this since I don't know March, maybe, maybe. Yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um. Anyway, and this one's probably. We did uh, pumping iron, obviously, but other than that, this might be the most on the nose, like in our niche wheelhouse. Maybe even more niche because none of us are friends with Arnold. Other than, and uh, not that we're friends with Todd, but uh, yeah, you guys, are it's similar. Like pretty t- close with a lot of these guys. Yeah, it's a, it's a small circle. Larry Pacifico being in here. Who actually, yeah. I don't even know if I've met Larry, but obviously a big name I followed for a very I long met, time. Probably the Arnold or something, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's Jimmy. Jimmy, yeah. I've uh, Larry's on my yeah. Facebook. I know he's yeah. probably on yours too. So it's Jimmy. Uh, yeah, this was made by um, really Rogue. Really, when it comes down yeah. to Rogue, financed it. It uh, uh, was actually produced by Samson Media and directed and and written and produced by Todd Samson, who uh, I didn't realize until the end that he was the person behind this. But like, he's in my phone. I've met him before. I've hung out with him. Um, He's the least. He's in your phone. He's in my. Well, he's like uh, listed in my phone. I have his phone for ants. Like, I have yeah, his Zoolander. I have his phone number. They're in the computer. I, I, <laughs> I have his phone number. I could call Fuck. him now. We could just conference him in. Uh, I didn't know Terry Todd passed away. It's because some interviews. Ago. Oh, was I not supposed to say that? No, no oh, that's fine. Jim gave was, me the look like I just spoiled no, it. I, but I, no, <laughs> you earlier. didn't. Fuck, you didn't. But. Uh, there was a stylistic choice in this movie where they spoke about him in the past tense when they interviewed people. I feel like not always though, but maybe not- I didn't pay attention to. But because towards, I feel like it might even be extra stylistic. A lot of was, uh, yeah, yeah, but not but, a lot of is. But they would say like Terry was mean, and then they would talk about him being twenty. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, he was a good tennis player. Yeah. Oh, okay, and right. Then occasion- and then you're like, oh, that's like saying like, oh, Mike was a good basketball player. Doesn't yeah, they had died. some interview footage that looked pretty crispy. It was yeah, Chris. It probably was probably like 2017, 2018. Yeah, 18, probably. Yeah. yeah, some of it. Yeah, because the the I think that the the Arnold that's in there is maybe eighteen. Yeah, I yeah, think 17, so. I remember, I remember that that I, setup. I think least. that they did a lot of seven, sixteen, seventeen, because that's when Thor and them. That's when it was kind of popping, popping. That's when it was like crazy in there. Yeah, that's when Strongman started gassing at like YouTube. They were yeah. all starting pumping hard. Yeah. I do remember his face, uh, Terry Todd. I, I might have shook his hand. Um, he looked familiar. But he's, yeah. he's around the Arnold a ton. Yeah, he's around. But the thing that uh, caught me even in the movie is he was a little bit rounder faced. Uh, Magnus for Magnuson. I think they have oh, a very similar yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. look. Yeah. Um, and I obviously knew who that was too. I've met him, but 
that kind of like even in the movie it kept popping in my head like damn they look a lot alike they do like yeah look very similar yeah uh, for sure and I didn't remember him until until I saw him actually yeah. like footage behind the scenes at the Arnold and one of the Arnolds I don't know um which 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 year it was probably. Mm, probably 11 or 12. Uh, I actually had a like backstage media pass. Uh, so I went behind the scenes with the strongman. But you try to stay out of everybody's way and you're not trying to shoot, you know, a ton of video and it's yeah. dark back there. And, and it was so. different back then. Like when did when did strongman go to the main stage in the expo hall? Um, later. Yeah, like 15, 16. That's yeah. why I think the footage was definitely 16, 17 because that's when it was like such a big deal that they did it in the middle of the thing and it felt like a rock concert. Like I snuck away and saw some of the deadlifts. Um, there was a couple of years where I never even went in the main room. Yeah, I don't blame you. That's not a bad idea. You guys yeah. were often set up outside. Yeah, we were, yeah, by we were set up in the weightlifting yeah. area. Yeah. And then we did the main room, though, the last time we were there, mm-hmm. which was which was good to get in front of uh, new people. And we actually had a decent spot. And we did like a good little uh, – remember that challenge we did with the – you got to hold out the coffee bag? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For as long as the, yeah, winner, strong the winner would get – yeah, the yeah. winner would get a uh, – you know, a gift card. It was like a t- like every day we did a new winner or whatever, and got some good. Yeah, you know, it was a good little fun time meeting people that never heard of the brand. Anyways, the, the big expo's uh, funny uh, because it's such a mesh of everything. Out of the zoo, we're yeah. like where you were. You're like everyone kind of knew who Captain Kilo was everybody. in a good way. In and a good we probably way, probably knew yeah. everybody. But you're yeah. in the middle there. You're like, dude, this guy like it just lives in like spray tan. And yeah. He's yeah. Never, he's never even well, then seen you got any the, of this. Well, then you got the locals. Yeah, that no, just yeah, come got, because yeah. something's going <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah, there's so much random shit, and they just got all the swag just yeah. pouring out of their bags. Yeah, free stuff. Oh, yeah. What do you guys got? You guys got samples? What do you guys got? You guys got free samples? Yeah. Free bags of coffee? Yeah. <laughs> no, man. Nah, dude. <laughs> First nah, time bro. I went was probably 2004. And it was a thing where people just like, would get the biggest bag that yeah. they possibly could and just fill it full of shit. And then the next day go back and do the same thing and bring an extra suitcase for all the extra shit that they got. And they stopped. You know the sampling got smaller and smaller. And you got time. bang bang throwing cases of uh, yeah. <laughs> of energy drinks at people's faces from from, from girls wearing less clothes than strippers. <laughs> oh my god, you're choreographed dancing is fucking zoo in there. Do the light shows, man. I, I kind of miss it at the same time, but I kind of. But you don't, don't need to experience it again. No, either. Yeah, like I it's know. just it's only going to get worse. And uh, there, and, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> The, the the year before the last time that I went, I was thinking, ah, oh, man, I just don't think I can do this a whole lot longer. And then then the last time, I was like, it's exhausting. Yeah, it's, it's exhausting. People were like, oh, what are you, you like? It's so funny sometimes. People are like, oh man, it looks like you had a good time out there. I was like, I mean, yeah, but dude, you don't understand. Workings it is so it's different a nightmare. too. Yeah, it's a nightmare. Setting up, cleaning up, how many hands you got to shave. When you're talking for. 12 hours yeah, like, a lot. you feel like you're sick yeah. you feel hung over you feel sick ill and, and our time changed like if you run the VIP yeah. hour there I've talked about this a lot I used to set up the booth run the VIP hour which started like east coast time 6 to 7 for the people that bought an extra expensive ticket mm-hmm. and I'm waking up then at like 4 or 5 east coast time which is like fucking midnight my time <laughs> I obviously didn't have time to adjust I just yeah. flew in the night before and right. I'm like fucking dying <laughs> 3 days of chaos yeah what I do, uh, we'll start from the beginning of Terry Todd, eh? Yeah. I, I, I think the first thing that popped out of me is that um, he was a powerlifter. I knew, I even when I knew him on stage and I kind of got confused about him and Magnus for Magnuson and who was who, I knew that this dude was like a strength teller, like, you know, like one of the OGs. I just didn't know his story. Mm-hmm. I didn't know he was a powerlifter. Um, well, I think it's his wife doing the interview, talking about how his sister. 
Uh, they did both. They, oh, did yeah. both. they did do but both. They kind of looked similar. No, they did kind of look similar. But uh, I think Sick sister wife, but not really. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think his wife was one of those talk about his uh, winning powerlifting the first ish, whatever that meant, powerlifting nationals. Mm-hmm. And she yeah. even said it like that, like yeah. it was the first kind of organized one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, you saw the AAU background, uh, right? Which means it probably was like the first legitimate one. Uh, and he won both of those. And I think she said by like three hundred. Pound total or something. Yeah, pounds or yeah something. it looked like it was like a landslide. Yeah. And this looked like, I don't want to judge men or, or say we always talk about it, but it looked like a little pre-steroid era. And uh, I don't think AAU was testing that hard. I think it was just probably not as popular of a thing because powerlifting probably wasn't as popular. You know, one thing. I know powerlifting, or I know steroids were a thing in the 1964, right. but I just mean in this community. It didn't look like it. I don't know, man. I just I, I'm tired of all these documentaries, just like just ignoring the fact that everybody's on shit. Especially when they start <laughs> talking about strongman. And yeah, it's just like, like you're like these guys are. I mean, we just started eating a lot at yeah. one point. This one I'm just like, yeah, we just you know I just started eating a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure, dude. And then you just go to this local town yeah. and like just destroy everybody. It is a, it is a fine line not to skew the whole podcast that way, but it's like because everyone's argument is like, oh, well, it's illegal still. You can't talk about it. I'm like, dude, like. They're not gonna. They're not trying to arrest you for having one dose of fucking steroids for yourself. Yeah. You know, like they're gonna get a dealer. It's like pot or any other drug. Like plenty of people have admitted <laughs> to things. So like, I don't know if that's your cover up for you not wanting to be marketing more transparently. Yeah. Just as an aside, I got a question from somebody that we, who feeds us questions. Who's a member here at the gym sometimes, and uh, not a member sometimes. Sometimes yeah. he sent, feeds us questions. He's like, hey, you guys should do a, an episode about like how much does it cost to be on steroids? And I'm like, I don't think I want to go there. Are you fishing for information? I, I don't think I want to go there. I don't I don't think I have an answer for that currently. And I don't, you know, I, and, and like, how do you approach this? Like, oh, well, people who are actually like have prescriptions and they're, you know, some people get insurance coverage like i don't know how much they pay that might be someplace to start someplace yeah, legal thir- but turn, i don't i don't know turn 35 and go get go see a testosterone yeah. replacement yeah. therapist <laughs> yeah <laughs> and they'll just write you a prescription it is what it is <laughs> it, it is what it is but yeah i don't mean i know you're not trying to shade and i know and i uh-huh. think the dean is closer to being correct and i don't i don't want to call out anybody specifically but there's some very large muscular people in yeah. this who um you know they're not they're not bodybuilders they're not they're some not. of them started to look like it though which is cool um because that's what brought raw, raw powerlifting back having guys like stan efforting and dan green lift huge raw weights and look cool yeah um because the middle era like just after ed Cohn, big boys they started to look really gross yeah <laughs> like ed, ed looked pretty dope right in the 90s larry pacifico looked cool in the 80s and 70s um Who's the other one? Kazmaier looked fucking sick. Yeah, Kazmaier's Kaz- classic. He looked so dude. dope. I remember watching Kazmaier yeah. on those old strongman videos. That was cool that they had a lot of like, uh, because strength is so niche, you know? Mm-hmm. Like Dan Green, despite his great efforts to build the sport or whatever, his his success in the sport isn't a household name. No. But Mark Henry is creeping on it. Bill yeah. Kazmaier's creeping on it, you know, in terms Mar- of... Mark Henry stuff. is known... My, Mark I've, Henry, I, I knew before I even knew who Mark Henry was. Right, yeah. which is cool, yeah. you know? And so, like, for them to get that in the movie was really dope, and they talked a lot. It wasn't just, like, a little, like, blurp cameo from a pseudo-celebrity. Like, they... Obviously, they were attached to the story a lot. Yeah. Um, which I didn't know. He was kind of a protege of... Uh, yeah. Their son. Well, it's, but, yeah. It looked like a Custy Amato Mike Tyson deal, which was yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was, like, kind of like a live-in... Like, honestly, like, what they do with, like, gymnastic squirrels. Yeah. You know, like, you... You know, if, you're, you didn't if your daughter pod- wants to go to the Olympics. You didn't do that podcast with us, right? You missed it. Athlete A. 
the gymnast doctor one. I missed one. that one. I missed that uh, one. Go watch that movie and then no, tell me about the living. Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Oof. Well, even <laughs> well, like even like one of our athletes, Carrie, when she was a, uh, you know, and we're going through the ranks as a as a youth, uh, basically was like, uh, yeah, you want to go to. Uh, you want to go to the top level? All right, yeah. well, we're going to send you to this one place that does like yeah. the best. And you got to live in Texas. You're 13 years old, moving to Texas for, you know, yeah, four five months without your family. Yeah, and you're just doing homeschool there, training. What's funny though is that they, uh, which is weird. If which you is think crazy. Of, of course, it's super of course. weird. But uh, but I think more normal in other countries. Oh, Even yeah. my buddy uh, who who played basketball at St. Mary's and now plays professionally in Australia, like a 10 year career, absolute stud. Shout out to Clint, you, you Aussie cunt. He. uh he 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 moved away to uh, Australian Institute of School, basically a boarding school just for sport when he was in seventh grade. Like, oh, you're pretty good at basketball. Yeah, you're just going to go to the school. Wow. Yeah, yeah. basketball it, school. Yeah, literal. And they did tennis and other stuff at that school too. But his was specialized in basketball. And like, I think that's how it is in the UK. I think obviously Russia's probably got some programs you hear about what China does. I mean, shoot, that's why they got all these leagues. Yeah. Because yeah. they got to put these people somewhere. Yeah, and even here, it's like starting, money on starting to get more like that. Like prep schools are really popular here. People kind of sneak away before well, college, basically what turn our 18. private schools are too, right? A lot like, of them. They're, yeah, lot they're of them. kind of recruiting. If your kid's good at a sport, you're going to a local private school. Right, yeah. Like, right. like you know, Jesuit's going to hit you, hit yeah. you up. Yeah. Like, hey, we'll give you a free ride here. Yeah. Jimmy plays quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it works that way. What I didn't know about uh, Terry Todd, and I don't even think they talked about it. They talked about him being into strength and, like, physical culture, which I do think is a really cool just term because mm-hmm. that's kind of what I'm into, too. Like, powerlifting is what found me. I even but... saw one of those books on the shelf. In yeah, the it was called yeah. Physical Culture. It's like, yeah. physical culture. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's sick. But they didn't necessarily talk about his weightlifting stuff, yet it seemed like he was coaching Mark Henry in weightlifting. It, yeah, he was. Right. Yeah, and obviously t- taught him strongman and stuff afterwards, and, and like stone culture. Yeah. But it sounded like his background was powerlifting, and then maybe just studied like a motherfucker, got into weightlifting. Yeah, and th- probably the most intriguing thing about him is that he was such an intellectual, and he, yeah. you know, yeah, bookworm, yeah, PhD, and they also like, didn't say what he taught ever. No, they never said that. They said he started bringing around stones and shit for kids to like throw around and shit, uh, <laughs> but they didn't ever say what he actually taught. I, in my head, it's history. Yeah. That's what I'm I come out. That was also the first time I've seen the owner of uh of Rogue. Oh, oh really? Yeah, I know yeah. I think we both met Bill. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know yeah. Danny has done most of our communicating with him yeah. as far as the business side of things, but mostly with his wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, actually I saw that the uh the Austrian oak, the big uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh overhead press, log press um deal. I saw that actually before the day before it was used the first time at Rogue with Bill. So nice. It's pretty cool. That's tight. I thought it was cool how that guy, uh, Teddy, or uh, excuse me, Terry here, was so uh, aware of like how to do things properly. Yeah. Like, hey, even like, or sure, like, okay, we're going to have four guys pick this Yeah, thing, do a uh, show. Yeah. You know, like kind of like really church it up. Like, well, that's what it's, it's called. impressive. That's what it's called. You don't say I'm going to a strongman competition. <laughs> it's like, I'm, doing, I'm doing yeah. a strongman show. Yeah. Uh, and that's why I think strongman, I was getting an argument somewhere. Where was I? Uh, oh, shout out to Garrett Fear. I was, uh, <laughs> Garrett Fear was doing a live and I'm, I didn't, we didn't get a real argument, but I'm chopping it up in the comments as oh. things are, people are wiling out. Um, and strongman, or to grow any sport, you need like viewership. And this is a different conversation for a different day, but we were talking about the weight class exchange and powerlifting that's changing a bunch in a bunch of different federations. But mm-hmm. basically, you need viewership and interest to grow any sport. Um, and powerlifting, it's one, not that spectator friendly. It's just not, it's kind of complicated already. There's different federations, there's different bars, there's all this weird shit. Um, weightlifting's a little bit similar. Uh, and it's kind of slow to watch in a sense. Um, even though I do think weightlifting is slightly more dynamic and, and, and more interesting to watch from an outsider. Um, 
But the people that watch those two sports, powerlifting and weightlifting a lot, are often uh, participants in the sport, whether casually or competitive. Yeah. But yeah. strongman. No, everybody, someone off the street, come watch it. And you're stoked on it. This dude's yeah. lifting a car frame. Like, oh, yeah. fuck, that's crazy. When you go to a powerlifting or weightlifting meet, the people in the audience are your family or the other people waiting to lift. Right, or lifters that or are Or maybe just, someone from the gym that yeah, you that's like. It. It's like, hey, I want to go support Jimmy because I know yeah, he's lifting. That's and, all it is. Because you don't understand. Like, if, I know a lot of talk about like my- <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> T- Timmy's what we use in video games when you talk about just like a random kid. <laughs> But you you don't understand what 800 pounds is. You're like, wow, it seems like a lot of weight. That guy's mm-hmm. really strong. Cool. I see his veins bursting. But when you see someone lifting a car, you immediately understand what the hell's going on. Yeah. Truck tires. Yeah, yeah. Even the frame, rocks. they're like just lifting like a, a fucking wood frame or, or, or like the fucking catapult looking thing. You know, like you understand what's going on. Yeah, the rock. You understand someone moving a rock. You're like, wow, that stone's really big. I couldn't move that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it makes a lot more sense for that sport to be and that's how it started on tv as well right they're grabbing like arnold schwarzenegger and a linebacker from fucking the 49ers and i think all that is so cool it's the same with like ufc or something right like mm-hmm. it's just a spectacle to see specimen be the strongest be the baddest man be the best fighter and you don't have to know a thing or participate in any of it to kind of enjoy the the view you can turn on a yeah. strong man and just like watch one or two rounds and you're like oh i know what's going on here yeah yeah Oh, he's got to move that heavy thing from here to there There's the fastest. Like rules of like, is his arm bent? Or coefficient, or, or oh, what if Thor weighs less than Brian Shaw? He might not win this one. Like, no. Move no. that heavy-ass shit from here to there, and who does it fast wins. Yeah. No, that's what makes it so much fun to watch. Individual events, yeah. If you're you're trying to figure out who's going to win the overall, you're often shit out of luck yeah but even their, there's, their there's, points their points are pretty simple i think like it's like 10 for first place nine for you know they try to keep it simple it's just not a coefficient no you it's got, not a, it's not a coefficient but there's always more to it and sure, the weird sure. thing about strongman is they often don't announce the winner until like the banquet that night yeah maybe but, you know? but it, it's same with mm-hmm. like gymnastics though you like they're, they're even gymnastics with this 9.8 shit and difficulty stuff is still you don't need a calculator you can no. understand, like, oh, her you, routine's a nine. She got an eight. Okay, you know, like powerlifting is like they just make it. They they make the entry to bar- the uh, barrier to entry so stupid. You know, like no one's gonna care or understand if you s- keep switching the calculator every month on who wins the stupid sport. You know? Yeah, yeah, like, I just don't understand that. With what is with that? I don't, I don't know. Like, it's so strange. Yeah. Like, and I, I know get, you're trying to like make it better, but like you got to fucking stick to something. Right. It don't even matter what it says anymore. You no. just need something consistent. Right. Because at the end of the day, as long as everybody's being compared on that same scale, what the fuck does it matter if it says five? Right. You know, like oh, she went with a five. Yeah. Okay. Oh, five's hurts the best. Five's so. good. Yeah. yeah. They can, yeah. <laughs> well, simplify it somehow. Because then viewers will, will care. Like at least start to care. Yeah. yeah. But pretty often in strongman, though, the you cannot win like. F- the first, get the highest number of points for every event and and, yeah. and and still win. Yeah, yeah. Which is, it was the same with CrossFit and stuff, right? Yeah. If you really sit in the top three for a bunch of events, yeah, you're going to win. Consistency. Yeah. Which is yeah. cool, though, because yeah. it shows you're good at like the endurance thing. You're good at the overhead thing. You're good at the the, the carry thing. Well, here's, here's the thing, though. So I was reading this like Morning Chalk Up article about, I think it was more, it don't matter. And then, uh, uh, they were talking about possibility of changing the point system in CrossFit now. Like, like how can we like do a, uh, how can we re make it like, even more fine-tuned but then you're gonna get stuck in the snowball where yeah. it's constantly gonna change because yeah. they're talking about like you know uh how like they want to start maybe possibly incorporating um I don't, this might have been someone's idea or or their idea i don't remember yeah but how can we incorporate how much someone beat the field by into the scoring yeah and i'm like if it ain't broke it, don't fix it i was like what, yeah. do you, what do you mean like why does it right. need that right like who cares if in basketball beat everybody by three minutes in this one workout right she's really good at that one workout she right. got first place she already got her credit for that yeah like, you, why do we need more credit for that 
a, do- a double-digit win in a normal sport, you still just get a win in your record. So, yeah, so it's a W or no? Yeah. So they're trying to turn it into the old like football amateur football playoff system, the, the like college system where strength of schedule or you know, yeah, I guess no, so. even worse Dumb than that because strength of schedule makes a lot of sense to me. Because yeah, if, no, if you play in a shitty league and you go ten and zero, versus if you're Ohio State and you go ten and zero, it's much yeah. different. But yeah, like what they're talking about is like you being a specialist and getting an advantage. Because then a marathon runner could show up to CrossFit, bust that fucking marathon event, and then he's all of a sudden got a hundred points out of nowhere. Where every other event you're winning five points. Yeah, and I still think it would probably balance out. But it's just like I don't think it just doesn't need it. Like, no. Why are we trying to overcomplicate like simple shit? Yeah, I don't think you need to either. Um. Going back to an earlier point, though, I, it, the stylistic choice of of not speaking of him in the present tense ever, yeah. like a lot of documentaries would have reframed those interviews so that people said, hey, please do it this way. So you're speaking of him in the present tense. And then you introduce the death later on. And it has a big punch because yeah. you don't realize that they're dead. Because this one had a little much. Or even if they, even if you did know, you would still get punched. Well, this thing, like they told us that he was dead officially, like during the credit roll. Right. Yeah. I, I think this one had a mini punch. I was going to say, because the last event they really talked about was 2017 or 16 was a strong man. Yeah. And then this just came out right now. Yeah. And basically in 2022 and the Arnold's kind of been nulled. Right, COVID and whatever it hasn't yeah. really been a thing. So I think it was a, a still a mini punch because they're always talking about him in the past too. Yeah, like oh Terry really liked, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. And yeah, it wasn't clear at the, the very 70s. beginning, but then like more than like less than halfway through, it was kind of clear like a little oh, bit. Okay, this guy they're really talking to him in in uh, past tense. Yeah, I think it hit me when uh, his sister was talking about like his poetry or something, mm-hmm. and she was getting like a little emotional. Yeah, and you're like, oh, uh, why are you so getting so like emotional? Like, like this poem made that good. Yeah, yeah. She was, yeah, I was like, why? It's not that emotional of a poem. Yeah. So uh, one of my questions here: uh, What is the point of view or the agenda of this film? Do you think? I think it's to highlight um, like a lesser name that had such impact on the sport. Because uh, when you think about like uh, strength and at least e- even in niche, right? Like we're the three of us are pretty fucking as into this thing as you can get, and no, no three of us really knew this guy's story mm-hmm. um, or his impact, which just seems to be huge. Seems to be like the one of the biggest. Impacts, yeah, maybe the yeah one of the Especially first like cats. The Highland Game stuff and like yeah, bringing but, like U.S. people into the Highland and his games. knowledge and Mark Henry and Kazmaier and his effect on all that, uh, or or even the university level they talk about mm-hmm. and his 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 uh, influence on the NBA they go into. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's to really highlight that because when we think about it you think of like casimir because he had an insane career uh john anderson because he was like the first quote-unquote powerlifter strongman of all time uh louis simmons you think of arnold schwarzenegger we have these names that we kind of pull up when you think strength um but there's always like underlying cats that have crazy influence but it's on um it's on a micro scale that turns macro by who he influenced micro right? macros micro yeah. macros baby <laughs> i think uh i I think they had a bunch of this footage and all these interviews and stuff, and uh, we're planning on doing something. And then obviously this uh, this came out, I think, the day after or the same day as the Rogue Invitational this year. Oh yeah, yeah. So it was like like hey, like here's this thing that we're really going balls deep in right now is is Strongman is yeah. Rogue right now, yeah, right? Yeah. Like they're really sending it. And his connection with Rogue, and then he probably obviously would have been a big part of the. Was this uh, Rogue's first Strongman Invitational? Because they've done the CrossFit one. Yeah, I think it was their first time doing it with the Strongman. Right. I'm so you'd imagine positive. they would have probably so now we worked with him. Informational piece here yeah. on top of the event. Yeah. So like here's here's like this thing that we're throwing in your face now that you've been seeing a lot, and here's the history on it. Yeah. 
double double down on the media part of it. Good timing. It's good timing, and yeah, they they probably were missing him because they probably would have used his influence and at that event. They've been they building this out for a while. Yeah, 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 probably so. And he he was behind uh, all the implements that they were using. Yeah, it, was, at, it seemed like all, he was the, the CCO. Yeah, right? he he had the creative creative reins on all the events. Yeah. Now, um, what was I going to say that about four fifths of the way through, it does really become a commercial for Rogue for a while. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. And, and you got to pay for it, money, so I yeah. get that. It was um, on there. It was they dropped it on their YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, yeah, the beginning felt very normal documentary, like you could have been on Netflix. I agree. Yeah, when you're talking about his childhood, and then they go into the Arnold, um, as business goes. I understand it, uh, but it then became. Very roguey, yeah. Which is fine and dandy because I mean, at this point, they 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 are kind of the reigning kings of all this promo <laughs> equipment. Yeah, like they've done. You know, there's other great equipment. We use Sornex in here. Shout out to Sornex. I think their equipment's uh, equally as good, if not better. But like, they don't. Have, the Rogue has these pieces, right? The well, promo, no secret. the events. Like right. they, they have all this shit. Yeah, they're the Nike of, yeah. of equipment. Yeah, they're doing it. Um, the thing that we've watched this year that I had watched before this year that this reminded me the most of, honestly, that was Power Unlimited. Oh, really? Yeah. If this feels like a better Power Unlimited about one person, yeah, yeah, rather than and a their sport. impact on on uh, on a bunch of different sports. Yeah. Larry Pacifico straight. was kind of a random toss in there too. Obviously, he grew up with him, and Larry Pacifico is probably a name for most people that watch this film that they have no clue, right? Like Larry's. Pretty niche, maybe even even like I feel like the cross- I don't really know him. Yeah, in the CrossFit world, they probably don't even know Eddie. He's on my Facebook. That's you yeah. Know. But like Cone? we're like Cone? Eddie. Yeah, right. Oh, like well, I said, the CrossFit world wouldn't. You're in the game. Yeah, that's true. That's like true. the CrossFit world or who. T- stereotypically would subscribe to Rogue's YouTube, which actually isn't that big, by the way. It's 700K. I yeah. thought it was way bigger. Yeah. Um, sure? Which is really? big, in the obviously, in the YouTube game, but not that big. But for Rogue, you'd think they'd have a million plus. Right. Uh, but yeah, they put so Eddie. Yeah, if Eddie, if Eddie's uh, uh, um, Michael Jordan, um, Larry's probably uh, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, a Bill Russell type character. Definitely uh, uh, on on the uh, Mount Rushmore, um, but predates Eddie by a little bit. The that was actually one of the things that struck me is that the people that I expected to see in it that I didn't see in it, and Cone is definitely one of them. Uh, um, he was in the background. Where? Uh, one of the Strongman events. I okay. saw him wearing like a yellow shirt. One of the early Arnold Strongman events. I saw him creeping back there. I think it was one of the ones Mark Henry did, the 2002 one maybe. Okay. I saw Eddie in the background creeping on like stage. like they really stuck to like rogue athletes too. Yeah. Which makes sense, right? Because then you got to deal with contracts and who you're paying out or who you're not paying out or who you have access yeah. to. Yeah. I mean, I know they had other people, but like I think the bulk of yeah. it was like the celebrity types were like, right. yeah, uh, the, the rogue athletes. All the rogue connected yeah. ones. And actually that comes to another question. Or people question. super like, connected to, to Terry himself where like Mark Henry might not be a rogue athlete, but it, this was like his second dad, so he's going to say yes for sure. to help. For right. sure. Right. I mean, right. yeah, it looked like it was like a live yeah. and train situation right. there. One of my questions, I'm going to try to make a, a standard question, like how accurate is the portrayal of the industry? And I think that, that it's pretty good, except for the people that you would think would be involved who are not involved. I would say, yeah, besides maybe like the steroid stuff we're yeah, talking about, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, which just is always tucked under the rug. And like, I thought it was so funny that one part where he said, uh, you know, uh, he came into this small town and lifted the rock over his head that no one's ever done. Oh, yeah. They're also not just test yeah. two babies for steroids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You were in Scotland where they're like playing rugby and soccer kind of yeah, and drinking yeah. some beer I and mean, this dude's a fucking mutant. Yeah, you're a mutant from the U.S. with yeah. just like, you know, chemists around <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think um, – <laughs> and, and maybe we talk about it too much and people are like, yeah, dude, get over the steroid thing. But like I, I even think other sports where like – 
as soon as you bring up the NFL, someone's going to bring up like CTE and someone's yeah. going to bring up like pain meds or you bring up like a Are people per- really complaining about steroid talk? No, 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 I don't think so, but maybe, I don't know, but cuz no, I know what you mean. It though. is just such like a cornerstone of my head cuz it is still like the dark side of the sport that no one wants to talk I about. I think that we're just so sick of it just getting glossed over. Right, for like marketing it, purposes or like yeah, this clean that's, I think look. that's where we're coming from. Yes, me too. And and or or if you bring up pro wrestling, there someone will bring up the dark side or bring up a Chris Benoit. Like the the conversation is brought up in these other yeah. big sports, but in ours no matter what, we're like, "Oh, or you're trying to negate their effort?" Like, "No, bitch. I'm not trying to negate their effort. They're way stronger than me. They're way better than me. They're way more dedicated than me. Mm. I could take all the steroids in fucking Mars and I'm not going to get as strong as these guys." Like, "Fuck you. I'm not saying that." But it's such a large piece of these people's success and the industry. Mm-hmm. Why are we ignoring it? Mm-hmm. Yes. But my my reflection on it is really kind of that um, they're trying to tell every little bit of his story for an hour and a half. But at each one of those points, you know, like early powerlifting, early strongman, you know, they touch on Highland Games yeah. and and Olympic lifting and whatever. You don't get a full picture of any one of those things. All you right. get is a little bit of, the, of right. a touch of him. Which I think is maybe good in terms of if you're trying to get the regulars to like this. Because you dig too deep into all those and it probably gets boring again. You know yeah. what I mean? Like if you're trying to get my mom to watch a strongman thing or whatever. I, this was pretty niche. I don't think anybody who's who's outside of this. No, of but I'm just saying, like, strength it, world is going to watch this. Probably from, not from from the first impression of it from the trailer or any of that. If you're not into it, you're not. We probably wouldn't even have watched it or known no. about it. And if I just didn't randomly see it, no, when for I was sure, yeah. something else. I'm yeah. just saying, like, if you go all in, like, uh, compare it to Power Unlimited, like, yeah. that's purely about kilos and powerlifting. Like, right. that's so much more like nitty, I guess, gritty. Um, to expand the sport, I think it actually did a decent job of not going too deep. Yeah. Um, Sam, tell me again, what was the name of that uh, that podcast and the guy that it was about? I don't want to make fun of anybody while you're getting that data, but we're going to make fun of people. Uh, uh. You know those uh, <laughs> You know, like those weird uh, niches that people have? Bob Hoffman. Bob Hoffman. Nice of what? Nice try. Nice try. Okay, go on. Uh, where uh, there's like... Um, there's like an internet joke about cussy, uh, car pussy, where these guys cussy. are like, <laughs> are in love with their cars, like sexually, oh, yeah, or like yeah. people are in love with like trains. What are those yeah, people yeah. called? I got that vibe, and it's not not from these people in the movie, but I got that vibe when they talk about stone culture or boulder culture. Like, just say you like fucking ancient it's, strength. It's Don't, like Crash. It's like the movie Crash. They make a weird... It gives me a weird vibe when they say that word. The people in the movie don't give me a weird vibe. I'm like, you're just obsessed with lifting stone. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I just have... I, I have that kind of draw to those, like... <laughs> I have you want to fuck a rock? Yes, a a russie? Yes, a, a rock, rock, a rock but, pussy. But yeah. A rock. I, uh, I I I love the history side of those like I do legendary too. strength like no feats of strength. It's literally though. when they say they say like stone lifting culture. They use those words, and you're like, I don't know. Why are you so obsessed with just rocks? Yeah. I understand you could easily replace that with ancient physical culture yeah. or ancient right, and then or or, or dog show culture. Yeah, yeah, well, I don't know. Like it best just, in show. I just love to think that there's like these just like uh, objects out in the wild all over the countryside that, yeah. that are known by people. No, I think it's cool people too. People have like picked up and like put on, like there's that like the one by the pub, right? It's right, right, outside right. of this bar. Yeah, yeah. That it's hundreds cool. and thousands of people have tried to lift. It's cool, just they don't talk about it cool. They it, make it no, uncool right. when they talk about they it. Do. And I think about 
fucking weirdos fucking you think their about, 1987 you, you Firebird. Think about my strange addiction. Yeah, where the guys underneath his car making out with the front of it. Yeah, licking the oil and then yeah. spitting it out. Yeah, ah. and then they like cut this t- cut the scene when he's like talks about like where he has sex with it. No, I've literally seen YouTube videos of guys <laughs> with their ear on their hood talking about missing their car and fucking it. Yeah. that's uh. the vibe not from the actors but just when they say like stone lifting culture I get that vibe just, like you're too obsessed with one weird little thing just run my sack across that stone yeah oh the dirt on it today is great <laughs> I love going there early in the morning when it's a little dewy yeah cold yeah cold and wet <sighs> moist I moist stone moist. lifting I did not know this is where we were going. Anyway, it's my, my, it's Mike's fault. My uh, bad. My my point about uh, other people who are not involved. Uh, you said Bob Hoffman, right? Yeah, York Barbell. Yeah, like he's yeah. the guy who paid for there to be an Olympic weightlifting team forever mm-hmm. and coached them and all this stuff. And you talk about Olympic lifting, but not deep enough to talk about like how Olympic lifting came to be a thing. Well, that's yeah. a business move, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Well, right, because so there's like the, Rogue. They're, they're trying to sell their museum. They're selling the museum yeah, and the and Rogue. And what does York do? They build it, barbells and, and they, they have, have a museum. museum. <laughs> yeah, so, but it's a, so you're not getting really right. an accurate right. representation. That's you're getting these, one yeah. slice. That's all these. Right. You know, there's like that weightlifting documentary that was going around uh, in like around here. It's like about the you know PWA and stuff. Like Pacific and it was like selected select people weren't in it you know sure, what i mean it's sure. just like so it doesn't, it really political. The, doesn't really paint the picture of how things are going over here because right. there's people that aren't in it yeah <laughs> even every single every single movie we've seen especially the ones that are more niche like west side versus the world and everything that we like all know a little bit like mm. we know there's politics going on we know there's business going on and we know there's a dark side they're not talking about yeah we're just too close to everything so everything's ruined right kind of kind of <laughs> i i think that that louie not being in it and mentioned in the in the powerlifting world is a little bit weird too. i think he just probably skips that era right because he talks yeah, about so. he talks about like 1960s when pre-louis because yeah. even louis when he's talking about like culver city 70s yeah it was the 70s yeah, when he's yeah. talking about culver city west side and then uh and then they don't talk about like powerlifting gear at all because even they even have uh kaz uh, but he's he's like kind of in single ply, yeah. maybe raw in a couple yeah. of them. J- Jimmy Pacifico's in a bench shirt. That's it. That's, that's pretty. And much even it. Larry, like Larry, was probably early single ply days, right? He probably wasn't in the the the, the heat of of uh, um, multi ply, so they yeah, don't, no need to mention it. His multi ply is gone. Is that gone? It still exists. But There's so there few. We yeah. can look up the numbers. It's in I don't the hundreds know, get, versus get, thousands. Yeah, Garrett would say five hundred, and, and Michael Fahey would say a lot more than that in terms of people who who. I mean, we can just go to open powerlifting and just find the yeah. data. Yeah, literally who competed. Yeah, I bet it's very few. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Who is this for? We were just talking about who it might yeah, not I don't know. be for. Who is it for? I think it was for the, the stone lovers. I think, honestly, like, <laughs> I think uh, this is kind of how I got sucked into their, like, little uh, marketing spiral is uh, I watched, I was watching the Rogue Invitational live on YouTube. Yep. Because it was aired on YouTube live. Mm-hmm. And so now my suggested feed. Yeah. Like, oh, this person's interested in what yeah. we just were playing. So now it's in my feeling. Like if I was like, if I say I resonated with that and I'm interested, now they're just feeding me this, hey, here's this like, other stuff we got. Yeah. I guess it's kind of like, oh, it's for the people that watched our shit live. You got algoed. Yeah. I, I don't, I think, yeah, I think us three for sure. Not only the algorithm, but I think um, where we all kind of know the story of Mark Henry or we know the story of Bill Kazmaier, Ed Cohen, or Larry Pacifico, mm. but we don't know the st- the story of Terry Todd, although he's in- in- integral in all this. He's integral mm. in what we do, right? Like, I don't want to, like, f- beef up this movie or, like, be the guy that's hopping into the propaganda, but if there's no Terry Todd, there may not be no Third Street. 
like potentially, right? Yeah, like yeah, the, like with could, butterfly you, effect, like we don't know. Yeah. It seems like he was so integral in all of this, mm-hmm. um, which is cool. And so I think that's why the movie, despite the politics and darkness and business, we all probably see through some of it. Um, or I'll throw the one real shade at this. Larry Pacifico's athletes. Some of those squats. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, <laughs> or, that one guy's knee kept valgusing well, in. Well, not only that, like he's <laughs> high as shit. He's in knee wraps. Like, we'll go 335 next time. Like, oh, I don't know, Larry. <laughs> like, Larry, you're stronger and have done way more than I have in the sport, but I don't know what squats are going on in, for those, some of those kids. Well, they're doing but, quarter squats. Yeah, besides all that, um, I, I think I think telling an unstol- uh, untold story that probably had to be told because yeah. it's not told anywhere else because there wasn't YouTube and Instagram. Yeah, I I would I would agree with that part. How would we feel about uh, about how long it was? Too long. Yeah, yeah, a little long. It was at least there was a good half hour too long. Oh, if, I would say that could have been a 45, 39 minute. I would say thirty minutes, especially yeah. if you're publishing on on YouTube. Yeah. You know, if you're not, and I understand if you're trying to sell it to Netflix because Netflix is only going to buy it if they know they have a bunch of meatheads subscribed to Netflix, and then your guys, you're getting the guys that are super dedicated about this history stuff. Yeah, you get it. Um, but it's definitely a half an hour YouTube video. Yeah, <laughs> as as it was going on, I was thinking this is maybe not for me because I have already learned as much as I need. Needed to know about. I mean, this is obviously an f- outstanding person, right? And it was made by people who really cared about him yeah. and really want everybody to understand how special he was. But I could have gotten that in in less time. Yeah, I think oh, a yeah. lot of the Arnold stuff actually could have been taken out. Um, yeah, uh, a couple of the interviews, obviously, we won't mention who I would cut out. <laughs> A lot of you bitches, but uh, <laughs> I think they could mention his integral part in the Arnold, but they didn't have to stretch all the Arnold stuff. Right? Yeah, no, it was your yeah, you, you nailed it. Or the museum it. stuff, and I get they're promoing it. Um, but you honestly, could, like, kind of want to go. Yeah, no, I would I'm definitely. In the area, I would definitely would go. go. I would definitely yeah, go. Yeah, um, but yeah, how they like do it all is a little much. Yeah, yeah. There was but that's use, every there movie, was, there right? Was, there, yeah, some better than others. Though. And this is on the on the worst side of like useless interviews or useless yeah. like uh, side side stuff. As far as like for the story, the story didn't need it. Right. Like it, yeah. it fits it, but the, it doesn't necessarily like need it to move. The beginning got me a lot more for sure. Yeah. Talking about his strength and playing tennis and mm-hmm. all that got me a lot more for sure. Yeah, that was interesting. interesting. Yeah, very. The rest of it was kind of like cookie cutter. This needs to be in a documentary yeah. stuff. Yeah. Kind of around the Mark Henry time, it started to like bringing him to the island, training in the barn, got all that cool, cool, cool. And then you kind of lost me. Uh, but that's every movie also because I got ADHD. <laughs> so. Did any one thing surprise you more than anything else that that you learned in the in the course of watching this? I would say the Kaz Mark Henry connect because uh-huh. I knew much of their career, um, but didn't necessarily know their mentors or yeah previous. And that he was like maybe the first national champion at yeah. AU, and I didn't know it was so old. Because what's interesting, at least in my head, um, strongman is kind of known as a new sport, and although it's evolved a shit ton and gotten a lot of popularity, mm-hmm. strongman and powerlifting. Uh, at least American organized powerlifting, it all kind of seems to be much more similar timeline than I maybe thought. Mm-hmm. In my, at least the impression when I think about it immediately. What are you doing? Yeah, I would guess. I guess I would say like how calculated they select those. Like uh, uh, how he was kind of selecting the uh, the competitions. Oh yeah. You know, like how uh, like how it wasn't just like random. Looks like because you have there's oh this is just some random shit. Sure. Like oh no, these are all like historically like. Accurate yeah. things that have been done before, but yeah. our our beefed up version of that. Yeah, which is I think cool. it was more of like, uh, I guess I would say how passionate and how like like I said calculated. And that's uh, what they say, that right? They made those strongman competitions at, at the at uh, Arnold. And they stuff like they that. say his number one gift was storytelling. 
Yeah, and which did is, that through yeah. the equipment. Yeah, too. which is cool, th- and and I love that kind of shit. I do too. So that's why I thought that was cool. When you talk to fans of of Strongman, they always talk about how heavy everything is at the at the Arnold, and that it's totally right. reflected in this. A uh, big surprise to me was the the Canadian connection that that he was at Dalhousie. That I mean, I. Been there, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no clue, none, I, yeah. no idea at all. My people that live there probably don't know. Probably this, not. our sports is still so niche, despite yeah. how cool we think we are. Yeah, no one knows, no one cares. Um, let's try this. This is something we've never done before. No, I like this format, Jim. Keep this. Let's let's rate this film individually. Okay. Uh, and. We will use for this. We will use uh, a rating method that is uh, applied to something that we said in the course of this episode, yeah. and that is stones. So, on a scale of one to five, stone completely fuckable stones. Are stones stones are like the first weight, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Other than our own body weight. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. No, but that's what you, we they use stone, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Remember that one guy said uh, eleven stone, so about forty pounds stone. So you do the fucking math. Yeah. 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 Um. I, uh, so I, need... I loved his toupee, by the way. But anyway. oh yeah, dude, look legit. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> poor guy. <laughs> looked like the uncle. He looked like the. Uh, <laughs> he looked like the uh, the the uh, uncle from fucking Christmas Vacation. Yeah. When they were interviewing him, I think in the beginning, his accent was so strong. I was like, motherfucking Shrek's in here. But then he start, talks on stage at the Arnold, and he had like no accent. I was I like, are was you like, faking, the- you motherfucker? Like, probably. <laughs> it felt fake for a second. He was genericizing. <laughs> this guy's got an OBE, though. He's got an order of the British Empire. So yeah, he's, he's in it. Uh, I, what I need one more, because I always do this with ratings. Uh-huh. I need to know like what I'm rating against. Like, am I rating against all movies? Am I rating against documentaries? Am I rating against strength documentaries? I think you're rating uh, how much you enjoyed this film. Yeah, yeah. see, I'm bad at that. I'm really bad at that. I'll give it three and a half stone. All right. Three and a half stone. 3.27 stone. <laughs> I'll say, I'll say, uh, I'll say three stone based off of the fact that I have this like long term or long, long time obsession with like your strong man old strong man (laughs) i i've always that's how i honestly like the first time i ever knew what fitness was for for recreationally that's not for like sport performance was through strong man so i really like as a young kid on on random tv channel pbs or the hell it was so i'm gonna give it a three because of that but i think that um, i lose a lot of points with the length and the kind of like uh brandy kind of stuff yeah yeah i would objectively say Two and a half to three, probably probably three. I I mean I absolutely appreciate the effort. I understand the kind of work that goes into it. Knowing some of the people who are involved in making it, knowing some of the people in yeah. it, um, uh, I don't want I don't want to slam it. But at the same time, objectively, it is longer than it needs to be, and objectively, it probably covers more territory in the strength world yeah then it absolutely needed to. i needed more terry todd and less strength world yeah exactly because yeah. I, I like terry todd i agree with you no, terry todd was like he was the best part very interesting like, yeah his passion alone for yeah just knowledge and sharing strength knowledge right it's like you could see like all these photos and, and videos they had of him mm-hmm. he was all over the place with like all different types of athletes yeah. uh, like he looked like he at one point he was like 
And like it looked like he was like maybe in the Dominican when there was like a, a net in the background. You yeah, he's coaching like, like of... five people, right? Yeah, yeah he's like got his leg up in those yeah. sweet fucking uh, parachute pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, what is he, he touching? T- are these baseball players? Like, yeah, he, like, he had like, like an everywhere. NFL tee on. I was trying to pay attention closely. It looked yeah, like he had like it a... was fire. No, it was good. It was all good. <laughs> yeah, I agree. But like, yeah, it's just like I mean, the guys like that man that are just like they're they'll talk to anybody in yeah. any sport yeah. and it'll and it'll transfer over like his passion. Like they didn't get enough into like they got into his passion, but they didn't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they had a couple really good Terry Todd stories. You know, Mark Henry told one or two, mm-hmm. and then the basketball player told one. Like, they needed more. We needed more t- stories of Terry Todd. Yeah, I, I didn't. And less of strong. Man. I didn't walk away necessarily understanding what drove him in all of that. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. I, and, I guess it's just his love. Yeah, I think yeah. the Scottish guy tried to talk on that. Yeah. Uh, you know, then that's how they became friends because they both just had a passion for general strength. But I agree, they could have really homered. Homer yeah. that point yeah. Yeah, yeah. in multiple ways. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I forgot that's in my notes the whole thing is that that connects it to uh, uh, Power Unlimited is the use of the term Iron Bug. Yeah, they thank God it was only in once or twice okay. and not seven thousand yeah, times yeah. like it is. In, in they do get by it. the Iron Bug, yeah. but they almost make it seem like Todd invented that term. Yeah, yeah they way. do sort Which of seem cool. that, and it, and uh, it, all they also make it sound like maybe. He was the first person to write up a uh, very deep examination style meat report. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And his magazine like is brand. writing. Yeah. And then something else. Oh, fuck, I just lost it. I had something really good. Someone oh, asked. Uh, oh, you're right. They talked about like, uh, and it sound. I think it's someone else talking about him, and maybe a little bit going back to his overall mission. Is he uh, talks about um, which I think is part of my mission. Uh, what the barbell can teach you as a human. Yeah, and they, yeah. they they hit that for a little bit, but that should have been the thing. Is right. that he? Because talking about him being a teacher, an intellectual, mm-hmm. liking students, Renaissance man, yeah, uh, yeah, Renaissance guy about what the iron can really teach you about being a human, rather than they focused on like his contributions to strongman at the Arnold, which is fine and a great contribution. But I think the other one, at least I, I don't want to speak for you guys, but I think that's what keeps us in the iron game is that it can teach you some discipline, it can teach you how to be a good human, it can teach you community, it can teach you all these things, and that kind of seemed. Again, not knowing the guy, well, the, but that seems what was in his heart. The mental, yeah. the mental toughness alone that I've gained as a person because of training, yeah, has been un. You can't put a price on it, right? Like as far as like you know, like even with this regular life shit and handling stressful situations, your business and, and is that, good days, get, bad that, days. Maybe that doesn't get talked about enough, yeah, right? And that's something I try to harp on without being annoying, but I think that was going back to the iron bug maybe him inventing that term but i think that was the the homer that they 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 bunted yeah i would agree with you <laughs> well you know what they say i'm just a gym rat but by the iron bug iron bugs <laughs> yeah it's good watch it watch it if you're into strength yeah that's actually yeah. the other yeah. the i think it's worth a watch yeah i think it's worth a watch for sure i'm not gonna rewatch it no, no i'm not gonna rewatch but it. but it's worth a watch probably yeah. won't rewatch any documentary ever there's a few i think one of the early mike tyson ones i watched or an early ali one i've watched is that a times. 30 for 30 or is it like a documentary no this is, i bought it on like dvd in the 90s okay, kind of okay. deal you know so you feel obligated not only because i per- not only that but uh i just i love because uh talk about like what drives people like mm-hmm. tyson interviews you can really feel like man this motherfucker's Dude, yeah. crazy you know yeah. or all these stuff how yeah. charismatic he is like damn this dude's just built a little different his brain works a little different so i can rewatch when okay. the, when the point okay, is hit fair. well that's fair that's actually kind of a good question. How many documentaries have you watched more than once? I'm Icarus. Asking. Icarus, uh, I could rewatch every couple of years because I think it's really good. Icarus, Icarus might be one of like, my top Icarus, documentaries of all time. It's really good. Icarus knows how to like keep you like 
edgy. It's moving because it is. Edgy. It's like a crime show. It's an international yeah. relations thing. It's a steroid it's thing. Kind it's kind of a, a sports movie. thing. It's it's a really good movie. It's yeah. not even a documentary. Yeah. It's a really good movie. We should just make a movie of it, dude. A fake one. We should do it with a Nick movie. Cage or something, dude. Yeah, <laughs> Nick Cage is the crazy scientist. <laughs> With a terrible Russian accent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. Do awful That's Russian accent. That's how it would have to be. Yeah. yeah. Get uh, uh, Steve Carell as... Uh, who's the American? The biker. The bicycle? Yeah. 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 yeah, that's Steve Carell. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, I'll make it. Give dude, me a budget. So uh, funny. I was going to play Putin. <laughs> you, dude. Yeah, sure. You could play Putin. Uh, we probably just get, could get Putin yeah. to play Putin. Yeah, probably. Be... Yeah, you just oh, use yeah, clips. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you yeah. just chop away and use real clips. Yeah, right. yeah. I, I watched, for some reason, Hunt for Red October. I I, oh, I, I cannot one. not watch that movie if it's on good for movie. whatever reason. But boy, the Russian accents are terrible. Yeah. And and Sean Connery just gives up after the first like, <laughs> yeah, five he minutes. Stops. Yeah, I, I I think that's kind of on brand for him with movies I've heard that yeah. he just kind of like just his own he just voice. He kind of just like yeah. stops and no one's like, what are you going to tell him? He's John Connery. You're going to fire a mid movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's still Sean Connery. Yeah, it's so funny. All right. Um, this was fun. Yeah. I liked your format, Jim. I say we keep it. All right. I like the format. Yeah. I like the little bit of the, the, the added mini structure. structure. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm off the rails. Doesn't keep us doesn't keep us confined, but it gives us a, a path. I agree. Exactly. I agree. <laughs> we'll find a new one. Uh, something popped in my head. I forgot, but we'll think of another movie to watch coming soon. Ladies and gentlemen. I obviously Tiger King Tiger King season two. I haven't even watched one. No, dude. I haven't. I'm just too hipster. Yeah, I'm too hipster. I, I, do I, I don't think I'm going to do it the second season. No. Anyway, sorry. No, I, I watched the first one. I don't think I need to see. I don't it. think yeah. I do either. Yeah. I don't. I didn't need to see the second half of the first. No, there's fair, no way. Even if it's better, it's going to flop. Like Tiger King dropped like week one COVID lockdown. Dude, I think it's like number two trending. I think it's fuck. I think it's inevitable. Do you think those are fake? Huh? Netflix trendings. Oh, that's doesn't a really matter. Good question. I don't know. They they only disclose so much. So fucking I don't know. Liars. Apparently, The Rock gets all the fucking info because he went to Instagram like yeah. the same day about their. He's movie lying too. Yeah. Number, with their numbers and percentages. Ten people could have watched it. The Rock's gonna. You know, uh, let me talk a little shit on The Rock a, before we end a, this. And then thing. he throws his Terramana. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm honestly gonna celebrate with a, a nice glass of Terramana after this. <laughs> what tells you a lot about The Rock, or at least tells me about The Rock, that people are completely ignoring, is he maybe made one post about making the movie. Little do I know. I don't know. I'm making. I'm making. I ever I'm making it up. It. I'm making yeah. it up. But maybe one about like, oh, I'm on set with Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Super fun. Two, he made one post about promoting it. Oh, uh, Red Notice out now. He's made eight posts about that it's number one in the world. Yes. Yeah. If that doesn't tell you the type of human you're dealing with, yes. then you guys, because everyone gives me slander for not liking The Rock. But that oh, explains like, it all. I don't like that the explains rock. it all right there. Yeah. He's a, he's an abs, he's a robot. Imagine a power lifter. Who's Instagram? Fans. Tells you what you want to hear. He's a he's a, he's a he's no, tells he's, you what you want to hear. Guy. Yeah, he's a fucking can't narcissist trust him for, guy. You can't, no, you can't you, trust him. But over. they do, they do. Imagine a powerlifter though, an Instagram content creating powerlifter mm. who posts one training footage, mm-hmm. one meet tape, mm-hmm. and then ten about the world records they posted. Yeah. That never happens. No, they, it's always like their whole training, right? One meet post saying how they did, and yeah. maybe a world record and a thank you. Actually, that's just normal human thought. And the, how The Rock works is not normal human. Oh, no, he's not normal. No, he's sure. a fucking narcissist. The uh, I, I came, like, in, like, staying in the wrong place sometime in uh, 2000, probably six or seven, staying just in the wrong location from meeting The Rock back then. Yeah, back then, I loved The Rock. If you smell what The Rock is cooking, I love that rock. Uh, it I doesn't matter. I love that rock. Kick I, you, shine you, up my boot and kick. You, said you sho- saw this movie, right? Shove it up your candy ass. I the, love that rock. The yeah. Red note. Yeah, yeah, you watch it. I, I mean, 
I get that he's kind. Like I don't buy that that he's like this most remarkable guy. His acting is so bad. No, he doesn't act. But why does he so popular? Well, why is his acting so good in wrestling? Don't get me started on people who are popular who should probably not be popular. He was so good, terrible. He was don't so good on the that. mic in the ring. He was so good as a wrestler. Yeah, and he was acting. He was acting this cocky and he's bitch looking, stuff. He's looking grosser by no, the day. No, he's dude. not. Like he's, his face is getting so deformed from all the sauce. No, it's like from all the ego. Why... His ego's dripping through his pores. And he's clearly like getting other injections other places. He's just turning into fucking Red Skull. Yeah. <laughs> he could play Red Skull. He's really close. That'd he's be fucking... a very big Red Skull. Yeah, that's really cool. Because he got hella skinny for Black Adam or whatever. You know, hella lean or juicy. Yeah. Is that like, has that already come out? I don't know. No, I'm not, not watching that either, dude. No, who's going to. Dwayne doesn't get any of my. Money, yeah, DC, except Any- for fucking red, red nose. <laughs> yeah, I'm on my, I'm on that my sister Reynolds, and I'm on my sister's Netflix, dude. It's not my money. That was for Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, Ryan's on who right. always delivers. Yeah, I mean, you can't not pay Gal Gadot. Yeah. She deserves it. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's funny. I just call her Wonder Woman because I don't know her name. Gal, 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 <laughs> Gal Gadot. Where can people find you, Dean? At uh, Kevin Kilos on uh, Instagram and all that stuff, and then uh, you know at Dean Store CK. Ladies and gentlemen, give us a rating review. Share with us. Uh, hit us on Twitter, Instagram with uh, movies you want us to cover. This was a good one because it was brand new and right up our alley. Appreciate you, Son Mike. Uh, 3SB.co, and we'll catch you next Wednesday. I mean, that I am at the Jim McD on all the social media. The show is 50% facts, where percent is a word and 50 is just numbers. And we do this on Wednesday. Topic Thunder on Fridays uh, on the audio feed and the video feed of uh, Topic Thunder is on Mike's YouTube. So watch all those things and enjoy them. And we'll talk to you next time.